Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com slash cultural stew. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Welcome to the Cultural Stew Podcast, coming to you from the Goat Factory Media Entertainment Studios. Warning, we use adult language, and there may be spoilers ahead. Hello and welcome to the Cultural Stew Podcast, episode 49 for the week of May 24th, 2020. My name is Ron Erkins Jr. and I am here with... Valerie Vinmar. Who did you... Who did you say you were? I think my name you is were Ron. Ron? Oh, okay. Yes. It's just been a while. Sure. <laughs> uh, yeah, so this is our, our second attempt under quarantine <laughs> to make a podcast episode. Um, our last attempt was way back on April 9th, and it failed spectacularly. <laughs> <laughs> not, because so, of, uh, not because of us. It, it was a technical fail. Yeah, I mean, it was technically on one of us and I think it was me, but it was still just yeah, it was it was so spectacular. I said, "You know what? Let's just take a break." <laughs> it's just too bad because I was so funny and charming on that show. Yeah, it, it was it was fun. We had a oh, good well. time. Um Oops. but here we are, you know, May 5th. I think our last episode that we actually got out was way back in February, so this will still be a long time in between shows. Uh, Sorry. A, a couple of updates because um, this was stuff that we recorded, but then we lost. We are no longer, of course, in the studio. So we've had to figure out how to actually remo- remotely record uh, decent audio. And I think we finally nailed it. So we'll see how this one turns out. Um, so, yeah, I've been kind of redoing my home studio. Uh, to get myself to a point where I can do this comfortably here. That's nice. Um, but yeah. When you, you switched rooms, right? Like you moved. Yeah. we. So we started, the last two episodes that we did were in the old room and it felt really claustrophobic, especially when we went into quarantine time and I found mm-hmm. myself working in there a lot more. I'm like, this room is really, really small and I don't get claustrophobic, but it sure felt that way. <laughs> After a while, we're trying to work in there. Mm-hmm. And so we kind of played uh, Everybody Gets a New Room Tango. That's fun. And uh, I ended up with a, a room that was probably about two and a half times the size of what we were in. Uh, so it wow. gives me a little bit room to spread out and uh, have everything permanently set up instead of, okay, it's time to do a podcast, got to bring all this stuff out. Oh, it's time to make some music, got to bring all this stuff out. Uh, time to edit some video or photo, got to move all this stuff to get this over here. Um, now everything just kind of lives where it needs to live and I have to move stuff very minimally or not at all. So, but yeah, the, the quarantine has been quite something. That's about all I can sum it up. (laughs) I mean, I, we're still doing school. Uh, so we're, I mean, 
trying to maintain some type of order, but some days are better than others. That's all we can really do. And in some days, I mean, in some ways it's been um, good, I guess. And then, you know, I don't, Jason just fills me in on what I need to be filled in on. Um, Cause I, I can't have too much information thrown at me at too, at, yeah, that's too much. Um, and then deal with the girls and deal with the dog. So I have been, I feel like I've been extremely, uh, let's see here. I actually, jo- I don't know if you call it joined. I would say I started a parenting course online because I was like, I forgot how to do this with them all the time. And I don't think I'm succeeding. So I started doing that, which has been helpful. And then uh, because nobody will train my dog, uh, I started, I researched the heck out of that too. Researching the best um, dog training stuff online. So I have been doing that. So yeah, I train my children. I tame my dog. I clean house. I, it's it's kind of and then I. How's the training trying, coming with Jason? Uh, training Jason. <laughs> there, well, he's uh, he's sort of like that has to come from him, definitely. Like I've tried, that doesn't work. Um, sleep training. I I've been trying to sleep train Jason. That doesn't work either. <laughs> So the guy can't go to sleep. So um, he is a mess, but uh, he's still It's got to be uh, quite a change for him because he was doing so much uh, travel right before all this. He was, which he didn't really, you know, he wasn't really liking that either. But trying, I mean, I would not try to set up at the kitchen table first thing in the morning if you want to have any type of peace and think that, you know, you're going to get anything done when the girls and I are trying to figure stuff out and they're cranky. And uh, so I kept saying, just go immediately to your office, just get up, go there. So we're trying, but, uh, and he's trying to do yard work and trying to get stuff done in the house and keep saying, there's so many things. I think it's because he's, we're in here all the time that you just keep, you can't go anywhere or do anything or escape. So all you see are family, pro- like, like home projects that you have to get done. Yeah. And, um, I, I don't know. We, uh, have been lucky that, let's see here. The only thing I got, um, randomly, I got strep throat in the middle of the whole thing. That was random and nobody else got it. And, but none of us have been sick. So we're pretty fortunate there. Yeah, I was, uh, I was sick right at the first couple of weeks of <clears throat> being quarantined at home. And, uh, yeah, cause we, we got shut down. We couldn't work. It was like the last week of March and I got, I was sick like the week before that and then just kind of sputtering by. And so when we were like, oh you got to stay home the first couple of weeks for me. We're like, okay, this is great because I actually needed a couple of weeks off. This is kind of good. And there's like, I can't do any remote work in my, my line of work. So, um, 
Uh, you know, and of course, you know, that led to, you know, you're on unemployment until we can bring you back. So mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, well, this, I'll use this time. I, you know, took care of my taxes, rearranged the studio, uh, got all my stuff set up for the business, which there's absolutely zero business right now because everything I do photography and video wise deals with having to be social. So, mm-hmm. um, but I kind of rearranged some stuff to, to kind of look towards the future of, uh, so I can make it a little bit more sustainable in the long term, but also like, so like two weeks go by and it's still gray and nasty and rainy and wet in Rochester. So I'm not doing any of my outdoor projects. So we do all the indoor projects. We get all the indoor projects done. And I was like, okay. You got <laughs> all of your indoor projects done? That needed to get done. We got done. Yeah. That's impressive. But we did it. <laughs> Our My children are a different age than yours. So it's a little bit different in yeah. a way. I, I, I've, I've found the, the parents that have the kids that are slightly younger than ours um, a lot more demanding. Um, my children are pretty autonomous that, you know, they get up do their homework and they're done and they don't, I mean, they're, they're pretty much done with everything by 10 o'clock in the morning. So we put them to work, get our stuff done and we just tackled one project after another, but like we reached the end, we're like, now we're just venting stuff to do. (laughs) So, um, luckily it was, I don't know, last week I think was the first week where we actually had decent weather outside for like the whole week. And I'm back at work. <laughs> that makes it that makes a big difference. I mean, the weather plus everything. I'm so right? affected by the weather, and it was so gray and wet and Ugh. cold. And what was happening is because of what I was sick with or how I got sick. Like every time I stepped outside, if it was below 50 degrees and I breathed in any cold air, I'd start coughing uncontrollably, and it would go on for hours. And so I just got to the point where like, you know what, I'm just going to curl up on the couch and watch a movie. So that led to us going through a whole bunch of binging on old shows. And, but uh, it, that cough lasted almost 50 days. I tracked it back to the start of it. I'm like, eh, I'm looking forward to when we can do the antibody test and I can actually check to see if maybe I did have it. And this was just kind of a side effect. Um, but like all of our family, we were all quarantined here and mm-hmm. my parents came in right after it got quarantined and quarantined themselves, uh, in their RV for 14 days. So like, I really wasn't around anybody during the, whatever the period would be that somebody else can get infected outside mm-hmm. of my own family and my girls weren't going to school. So it's like they could have gotten it and nothing happened to them. Yeah. So it's just... I'm like, yeah, I'm looking forward to the antibody because I, th- I think I had it, but I'm not entirely sure. I just don't get sick like that. And I got sick hard and fast and it just knocked me on my butt for about a week. And then it was just constant attack. And that was part of like why doing a show was just completely pointless because I had, I think we tried to do it when we did it on the four nine. It was hard for me to even get through that because I felt like I was choking the whole time. Yuck. So... But, you know, a little bit of life is starting to open up, but I don't think we're completely out of the No, we're not. Woodshed. We have to see what happens. I mean, it's just kind of. <laughs> we'll see what happens in about two weeks after we see how bad everybody um, 
social distance over Memorial Day weekend. I know. <laughs> my children, I don't even know where my children are right now. I think they, we live right next to a, um, how would you call it? A deserted golf course. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's no longer a golf course. So um, they go there all the time. And um, I think they're there now. So they just go take going on these little adventures and then come home. But um, other than that, they, we have like certain people. I will, that, um, let's see, yesterday we had a six foot fire, like, uh, like everybody has these six feet barbecues. Okay. The kids have a hard time with the six feet, but um, the parents do pretty well. But we've only seen maybe two or three other families, and most of them are on our block. I think you know, there's only one or two other families that aren't on our block. Other than that, thank goodness we have a ton of kids on our block. I mean, there's just a lot. So we're just washing our hands and, I don't know, doing the best we can, but it's very, very hard for them to do this learning over the computer thing. I mean, it's hard for them because they don't, they miss their friends. And then when, when they finally said that school was not going to be back in session, that's when I cried. Not because, oh gosh, they're never going back. It's just because of all the things they were going to be missing in school. Like all of the great things that they do in school that I look forward to, too. Um, and I was, you know, volunteering at the school and I miss volunteering at the school and seeing everybody. And so that was, that was my day I cried. I was like, okay, I guess this is real. I know that sounds awful. I just held out hope for, I don't know why I would want them to go back. I just held out hope that maybe things would start turning around. But anyway, yeah, we'll just have to wait and see what happens. Yeah, and it's been weird not like, and I know this is like a, hey, we're kind of spoiled, but it's like, I really miss the movies and the theaters. I miss I miss having that outlet to go and like, oh, now it's spoiled, time to escape go the to. world. Yeah, yeah but there's a, a certain level of like, we can kind of afford it. You know, I know what you're saying. It's an affordable escape kind of thing. Uh, so yeah, let's uh, catch up with uh, what's in the news. All right, what you got? Okay. Uh, mine is probably, if anybody, I mean, follows the Oscars, which maybe they don't right now. Uh, this is, I, I believe this is just going to be for this year is that they are going to, because the movie, the movie theaters um, are closed, they are going to um, approve, well, they met to approve um, several rule changes for the next Oscars. Um, so for the first time, a streaming film may skip a theatrical release entirely and still remain eligible for an Academy Award. So... If you've been listening to our podcast for any length of time, you've realized that for the past two Oscar seasons, we've talked about this. And mm-hmm. here we are. 
here we are. And but they said it took a pandemic they, to force this. It just is so weird. But they, you know, they said they truly believe in the theatrical experience and that once everything goes back to quote unquote normal, um, that that most likely will go, that that will go away. This is just because of the times, right? We are in right now. And I totally believe in the theatrical experience too, but a movie, whether it is released in the theater or in streaming, if it's quality, it's quality. Mm -hmm. So yeah. Okay. (laughs) Uh, What else we got? Yeah. So a lot of that has led to um, movies, you know, the straight on to video on demand. Uh, through sites like Fandango, Vudu, Apple TV, um, Amazon Cinema. Um, and the first couple big ones was um, the first one that didn't change their release date, but changed the release format was Trolls. Mm-hmm. And they made a ton of money. For, they also got in trouble, didn't they? They did. Um <laughs> Because, and I think it was more of something was taken out of context, but AMC kind of overreacted. But the Universal had um, said, hey, this video on demand thing uh, worked out pretty good for day of streaming for a big uh, franchise. I'm struggling saying Trolls is a big franchise, but when you pull in in well over $100 million on day of streaming for a weekend... That's not a bad uh, revenue, but I also question and wonder how much that was people need some needed something to watch and something to babysit their kids for two hours or however long that movie was. Um, but the universal head had said that um, that is something they're definitely going to keep in their plans for the future uh, going forward. And AMC almost instantly responded to say that universal films will be banned um, from the theaters (laughs) and they'll never show another universal. It was kind of like a reaction overreaction. uh, (laughs) I was just mad because I mean, I, I get it because we go to the movie theaters and we pay the money and we don't own the movie when we leave, but I'm not, I'm so not used to, here, pay $20 for renting it and do not have the option to buy it. So I thought, okay, I have to settle this in my brain here. If we all went to the movies, this is what it would be. So I did it, but it's not like the girls took advantage of seeing it a second time in that 24 hours. I mean, they watched it and they were like, okay. And then that was it. Yeah. It would be have to be a very special movie for me to cross that line. I mean, it's the way I wish things would head anyways, because I would like to have that option to say, Hey, you know what? I really don't want to go to the theater tonight. I'd rather just watch it at home. I don't want to be around Mm -hmm. people because you know, that does happen or, you know, everybody heads out at home and it's like, leaves me at home. And I was like, well, you know what? I can just order a pizza and watch a movie Mm -hmm. kind of thing. Um, So I would, I would be very wary as to which ones I would actually choose, but there's the, you know, if I had, if my girls were five, six years younger, it probably wouldn't have even been a question. It would have been like, yeah, $20 for spending uh, $45, $50 for the four of us to go to the theater. 
and mm-hmm. I can do it for twenty dollars and we can watch it. Um, but how I am with most kid films is eh, we can wait six months <laughs> or three months, however uh, the streaming window uh, begins. And yeah. um, so that was part of it. Um, however, I really do think that the streaming day of streaming is definitely going to change due to the pandemic. Um, and theaters are going to look awfully different when we get out of this. Um, cause even after that AMC little dispute with universal, and I mean like universal, I mean, you're going to ban the studio that's bringing out James Bond, one of the biggest money makers that are going to be coming out in the next year. I, I, I don't see that happening. There's no way that AMC would do that. They'd lose so much money off of that. And they're losing so much money already that they're on their way to bankruptcy. And there's rumors that Amazon's going to swoop in and try to buy them up. Um, oh. Amazon tried to buy, I want to say it was Landmark Theaters a couple years ago. Hmm. And they lost out on that bid. Um but Amazon has been looking to buy a theater chain to be able to boost their day of streaming. Um, something that, you know, you have the Oscar and the cons requirement of, you know, they need to be in a theater for X amount of days. And most of the theater chains have saying, well, no, we don't want uh, streaming stuff in there. And if they ended up buying something like AMC, that just opens up a whole new possibility as to what's going to happen with streaming. So I was just talking the other day to somebody, um, not talking to talking with somebody the other day about, um, what other options would happen with Amazon? And and could you see something like, say, take a, a show like Jack Ryan that instead of being like eight or 10 episodes, they said, okay, this is what we're going to do. We're going to release, hour and a half episodes once a month for the next six months in the theater. Wouldn't that be fun? Yeah. Of something of that caliber where it's like, it's, it's worth, you know, there's a couple shows that I'm like, yeah, I definitely see that it's worth seeing in the theater. And Jack Ryan would probably be one of those ones that I would say is up there. Um, a lot of their stuff. Yeah. It's more of like, oh, I'll just watch this here, but man, they could, completely change the way and what we think about going to the theater. If you turn it into like an episodic type thing of like, Hey, here you go. We're going to basically make an eight hour movie and you're going to show it over six months. That'd be interesting. Yeah. I never, I mean, I hadn't hadn't thought of it that way, but I guess I can see how long would you have the episode? I mean, because if you missed one, that would kind of suck if you weren't able to get there. I don't know. And it, and like, you could even like work into like, here's a, it's an Amazon prime plus membership. So instead of paying like, you know, you're already paying $99 a year for Amazon prime pay $129 a year and you get free access to go see those in the theater. Would that yeah, be that'd fun? Be nice. <laughs> and then, then they're, you know, they're doing what theaters are doing anyways is just making the money off of the concessions. Mm-hmm. It'll be interesting to see what's going to happen. But yeah, I think uh, a couple of these big movie theaters are going to go bankrupt because um, I know a couple have started opening a couple of states, but you're, you're going to be not full of people. 
They are not going to be packed like they were. And especially in your biggest markets right now. I mean, you're looking at Chicago, New York, and LA are all off limits right now. Yeah, I know. Um, well, I'll just have to see. I, I mean, that's all I can say. It's me trying to figure out what the heck the world's going to look like is a waste of time, I suppose. I just, I am just trying to take it day by day because if I, yeah. I, I, there's a, de- there's a depressing, like, as- there's a depressing aspect to, to thinking about it, but I'm thinking like, okay, what are the positives that can come out of this? What things can change and make things better in the long run? You know, what was it? The Chicago fire led to uh, sprinklers being mm-hmm. installed in every building. A new president? Can I, is that okay to say? I hope I, okay. This is a free podcast. Nobody's Just paying saying. for it. <laughs> and if they don't like it, they can shut it off anyway. But um, yep. that would probably be nice. Uh, um, what other news? I only got a couple other news here. I mean, there's been a bunch of like, we've had a bunch of deaths, but I'll, we'll talk about those in a second. Um, so in the world of superheroes, uh, way back in a couple of years ago, the Justice League came out um, through DC and Warner Brothers. And one of the biggest controversies during the making of that was Zack Snyder, the director, was let go. And Joss Whedon from the Marvel Universe was brought in to finish it up. And it completely got lambasted in uh, reviews. And there's a review up on my own YouTube of what I thought about the movie. Um, however, for years it's been, there is a Snyder cut. So basically Zack Snyder had his own director's cut and it was far different than the vision of what was actually released in theater. And they tried to, uh, you know, everybody's downplayed it, that it doesn't exist. It doesn't exist. And over the past couple months, uh, word has gotten out that uh, it does exist. A couple of the main actors have actually seen it. Um, and the other day, uh, every day seems like a week, every week seems like a month, but I'm pretty sure it was the other day. Uh, Zack Snyder, along with, uh, man of steel himself, uh, revealed that there is actually a Snyder cut coming and it's going to be released on HBO max in 2021. And the shocking thing was that in the movie that we saw in theaters, only 25% of what Zack Snyder cut or Zack Snyder filmed was shown. Hmm. There's over four hours of movie that needs to be trimmed down, cut, scored, and effects. And HBO Max greenlit a budget of 20 to $30 million for Zack Snyder to finish it up and release it in 2021 on their streaming I was like, wow, I've that that much outcry from fans to actually get Zack Snyder to see his final vision. Mm-hmm. So quite impressive. That's a lot of film. Yeah. But when they said four hours, I'm like, uh what? And then they're like, oh, we're gonna we're gonna maybe it'll come out as episodic or maybe it'll come out as a full movie. I'm like Oh, it's not very much a Snyder cut of you make it episodic, is it? 
No kidding. <laughs> You're not really seeing it in the vision he wanted you to see it. So, right. Um, but regardless, uh, you know, they're going to go back through. And then the thing I read today is they're actually not doing any reshoots with any of the main actors. So, what shot hmm. is shot, and anybody else is going to have to be kind of subbed in and CGI'd. But everything's shut down right now because coronavirus. So no movie studios or anything are up and running. So it was quite impressive that they even came out with this announcement, but they didn't put a date on it. So 2021 is a long ways away if you're talking about the end of 2021. Yeah. Uh, So they kind of built themselves in a nice little safety net. But he keeps releasing all these like black and white uh, stills from it. And I really, I'm just like, you know what? At this point, I want a black and white Justice League. (laughs) I think it would look cool. Um, The other uh, news that I had was Tenant, the Christopher Nolan flick for this year. Uh, Mm -hmm. The latest trailer came out. And surprisingly, it still says it's coming to theaters in July. And he's kind of banking on that it's going to be coming out to theaters. So... We're going to see what, and he thinks that there'll be enough business in the theaters to support it. I don't think that's true, but okay. Unless they know something we don't, but I don't think by July that the theaters will be open in a degree that will support a major tent bull tent pole blockbuster movie, such as a Christopher Nolan film. Would you go if they were at, 30% capacity. Oh, would I go? Absolutely. My my wife not let my wife might not let me back in the house for a week, but I do have the van. So, (laughs) um, yeah, that would be hard because I'd only want to see that in the IMAX because he films his stuff with the 70 millimeter. So, I mean, yeah, it's like, it's one thing if it was in, the normal AMC with the recliners and everything is a little bit more easier. Like the people in front of you are easily six feet away and you can skip every other seat and you're probably close to six feet away. Um, You can't do that in the IMAX theater. You'd have to basically go every other row, which, and so you definitely would be in that 30% uh, capacity, which I'd go see it by myself, but I can't afford a theater. Right. And uh, I don't see them. I mean, I I don't see New York opening up the theaters until at least August or September. I know. I mean, I, I, I just don't see it. Because so, if you, if you open up, up schools. Yeah, if you open up a movie theater, you're going to have to open up a live theater as well. And I don't see any live theater happening until September, October. Because you know, even if they said, okay, you now have the, the, the green light to open up in September, you got to have like everybody come back in. You've got to have uh, rehearsals, you know. Yeah. And it, it just doesn't happen like that. I mean, like the outside of Broadway, the average, you're going to need like two months before you, you can open up a show. And so everybody's got to change all their season. They got to change all their ticketing. Uh, just opens up a whole can of worms. I, th- I think everybody's like, first September shows are going to get skipped and then it'll be their October shows will be the next ones, but so much left to happen. What's going to ever is going to happen. So 
That's all I got in the news outside of death. That sounds, I mean. <laughs> so death, go there. death, Brian Dennehy died. I know. I saw him. Did you? Uh, I did. I saw him um, on stage when I lived in Chicago. I think I was by myself. I just, I went to go see him on stage. He was. Uh, very good, but I, I mean, I, of course, saw him in other shows, but I, um, I was probably one of the only, like, real big, I mean, people that I saw in Chicago on stage, actually, because I didn't get out to the theater as much. I, I, I think he's a cool guy. Cool guy. I think he was a great actor. Uh, ads, I hate you. Ads, get off of my screen. So, yeah. I'm, you know, I remember the first time I saw him was Rambo. Mm. Yeah. That was the I first time. I have in years. Um, we lost Fred Willard. Last week, um, if you're not familiar with Fred Willard, he's in a lot of the Christopher Guest stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, we lost uh, Jerry Stiller, Ben Stiller's father, a right. famous comedian from Seinfeld. What else did we lose? Little Richard died since we last met. Um, uh, Irfan Khan. Uh, from an Indian actor that was in Life of Pi and a bunch of other uh, films. I never saw that movie. I, no? I read the book. I just never. You'd probably recognize it. him though, as soon as you saw him. He's so um, easily recognizable, but he's also one of those. Oh, we need a really talented Indian actor. He, <laughs> he's the guy that gets cast. I mean, it's. I don't mean to stereotype, but that's basically what ended up happening. Uh, what else? You know, it's Kenny Rogers. I know. Max Van Sydow. I grew up on Kenny Rogers. In fact, I sang Kenny Rogers. I still have a tape of me singing Kenny Rogers when I was six years old. Islands in the Stream? No, Gambler. The Gambler. Uh, a big movie uh, interviewer, James Lipton, passed. I know. I have his book, and I used to watch Inside Actor Studio all the time, especially when I friends would go out and I would stay in and watch Inside Actor Studio. Um, unfortunately, I not that I have known, but I haven't looked lately, but I, I own some of the ones that he's released but um, there are so many, and you can't really find them on YouTube the way you used to. So I don't know what they're going to do with all those episodes, but there's some that I, I really enjoyed that I would like to be able to Yeah, I used to have watch. a, there was a playlist I was subscribed to that had like every single episode that was on there, and they're, they're, they all yeah. disappeared. So I don't know the person that uploaded them either 
got slapped on the hand or uh I hope they eventually can put it. them up for like I don't know, some type of I mean I mean I would buy them, but I dig those things. I watched I, I wouldn't the time. buy them. I yeah, I think they should be out in the public. I think they were a great tool and lesson and a, a way for us to understand people, but I put I bought groupings of them. They have them for sale. Um that I have in my collection. But yeah, I mean, it would be nice if they were part of the public. Uh, so yeah, that's about all I have in the news and death. <laughs> um, there's a bunch more people that have died, um, a little bit lesser known names, but um, yeah, done talking about death. Uh, as for trailers, uh, like I said, Tenet came out with a new trailer. Um, you shared a trailer with me yesterday. Antebellum. I did. Antebellum. Mm-hmm. That looks a little very Handmaid's Tale to me. I mean, it just seems like a complete... Jordan Peele. Yeah. I mean, it's like, hi, it's 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 Handmaid's Tale and told in a different way. A little bit, yeah. I I can see the comparison, but. I just, um, so it, I guess it wasn't anything um, innovative. Does that make sense? I think his innovation comes from what we don't see. It might be just who edited and cut that. Could and then be. it's just because of the general broad stroke of it. it I mean, get it looks that interesting enough sale. for me to watch it. Yeah, it's Janelle Monae in it. She's been killing it lately. You know, she keeps showing up and things left and right. And it's like, oh, there she is again. Oh, there she is again. I mean, I think it looks, I would definitely watch it. Because I think that. she's in Homecoming season two. I think Janelle Monae's in that. I think that just came out on. Amazon. Okay. So, yeah, trailers. Uh, we'll be a little bit more prepared with that next time, but I don't think we're getting any really big new trailers because everything got delayed. Everything got pushed back. You know, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> your whole summer's worth really of films got moved either. on to either end of this year or to next summer. So. Right. And I haven't been keeping up with the, you know, what's coming new to Netflix and what's not, you know, because I don't know what they're filming, what they're not filming. I don't know. I just know what I've been watching and that's about it. Well, a lot <laughs> of, a lot of the streaming stuff, um, and this, you know, this is also what's happening with the movies because everything shut down. <laughs> a lot of stuff happened to shut down on, oh, we're like in the midst of filming our last two episodes of the season. So we can't even tell you when the next season's coming. Right. Um, you know, Walking Dead is a prime example. They have their whole season finale interrupted. So they're doing the season finale and the end of the year. So, yeah. Um, but they weren't the only ones that happened that too. And, you know, for new shows, you know, there's a bunch of new shows that we haven't seen. We haven't seen trailers for or new movies that we haven't seen trailers for because same thing. They were filming and got completely shut down. Um, I know like Matt Damon, uh, he was in Ireland they went out like a week before 
all the shutdowns happen. They arrive to start filming on set with his family and they ended up getting locked down in the town. So he's spent the whole lockdown in an Irish town and no movie. So, but there are some things that were finished that are kind of getting slowly released or were released. Um, you know, at back in April when we talked about this, there were a couple good ones that were already out that we had watched a couple that were coming that we were excited for. Um, by now some of them have come and gone. Um, the, the big, big thing, which everybody talked about, you know, this is two months old. It feels like a year ago was the Tiger King series. Never watched it. It is a wonderful piece, wonderful piece of completely uncontrolled chaos and disaster. I just don't, I don't know. I just never went there. So I never watched it. I didn't see, I mean, gosh, I missed out a lot of these. I didn't see Ozark season. You know, like that, you know, that typical reaction of like, there's an accident on the other side of the street. And even though you try not to like pay attention to it, you, you do sneak a glance at it as you're driving by. And, you know, that inevitably makes the whole, like, everybody else behind you back up and they all slow down and they all keep looking over. Um, it's like watching an accident in very, very slow motion. And then it just goes off the rails and you're like, I don't understand what's going on and what's happening. And this just got a whole lot weirder. That's mm-hmm. Tiger King. So if that's your ball of wax and you need a quiet distraction and you haven't watched it yet, it is something I recommend, even though Valerie hasn't seen it. But other friends, I mean, other yeah. people have had fun watching it. Yeah. I, I think like it's timing of being released right when everybody was starting to get stuck at home was perfect. <laughs> it gave like, there was so much discussion about this, um, that they're even making a Tiger King movie. Oh, not, God. not based on this, this series, but there is a Tiger King and guess who is going to play the Tiger King? No idea. Nicholas Cage. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Maybe he'll make a comeback. Maybe he'll make a comeback. <laughs> mm. <laughs> uh, we were just watching National Treasure the other day. I'm just like, uh, I think they're making a National Treasure 3 somewhere. But Could be. Um, what is Outer Banks? Outer Banks... Um, I had a couple of friends tell me to check this one out. Um, they're like, oh, it's the new like Goonies. It's uh, uh, for the modern age. Um, I did not really? feel like it was the new Goonies for the outer age. Um, okay. It was very teen driven. Um, it felt like something that would be on the CW TV channel, which that doesn't mean that it's bad. It just means that that's where I would have placed it in terms of if you watch some of the CW shows like Riverdale or uh, Supernatural or um, anything that's outside of the Arrowverse that's on CW, um, you probably would like it. Um, there's you have enough, to be held. You can be any age. It just, it depends on what your taste is. Mm-hmm. Um, I enjoyed it enough that I kind of got a kick out of it at times but I didn't enjoy it to the level of like, oh, this is definitely Goonies for the new age. I was like, no, but it was enough to keep me interested. And 
my daughter liked it, but she agreed with me. She, you know, she watches everything on CW and she's like, yeah, this would totally be on CW. So, and she's going to be 16 in a couple months. So coming from her, that kind of was this, and what she was it's talking to me about her friends is like, everybody's talking about Outer Banks and it's, this is among her friends. So I'm like, yep, yeah, definitely, definitely teen driven. And so. Is she a Riverdale fan? Yes. She watches everything in Riverdale and she's watched all of Gilmore Girls and she's watched all of Friends and Office and Parks and Rec and she's like watching everything over again. That's hilarious. Yeah. She loves, she loves her, her binge shows, but mm -hmm. that's okay. Yeah. She lives a pretty balanced life and she, she gets that leniency to do, do that. That's good. Yeah, she's, uh, you know, we'll talk about it in a little bit, but HBO Max comes out on May 27th. And the big thing is Friends, all of Friends is going to be on. And so she's been counting down the days until You're it releases again so that she can watch Friends again because they pulled it off of Netflix back in, I don't know, November, October, November, something like that. I guess I just, I mean, I was, I was around when it was on every week and, I don't know. I guess I don't get it. I watch it, but I don't get the fascination with it. And I mean, I think there's something in that that age group. You know, there's a Maybe. lot of in, a lot of inside jokes are driven from these shows, and you know, she knows the Office inside and out. And it just, I'm like, I'm boggled. I'm like, I watched this show once. And I really never had it. I liked it, but I didn't have an <laughs> office like. And that's how I am with most things. So I can't say I understand it too much, but I don't watch too many things over, especially right. not shows. Yet my wife will watch like, I think she's on her 20th viewing of the Gilmore Girls. I watched the Gilmore Girls with Zoe. Uh, um, then we stopped after she realized that she and Jess weren't going to get together. When she realized that Jess <laughs> was actually Jack on This Is Us. Yeah. And so when she realized that they weren't going to be together, she was done. So that was it. We watched it until, yeah, that was over. She was finished. So we stopped that. Um, but, I mean, heck, I watched Felicity probably every year. I love The West Wing. You know, I get it. I um, and I have my. I guess I have my shows that I own. I mean, I go back and watch Malin McBeals and stuff like that. So, yeah, I get it. I mean, when Zoe realized that, you know, Robert Downey Jr. was on Ally McBeal and that he could sing, I thought her head was going to spin around. <laughs> oh, that's, that's who that funny. is. Yep, that's who that is. So. Yeah, I get it. And then you have Hollywood. Hollywood. Uh, so if you're familiar with Ryan Murphy, um, the American Horror Story mm -hmm. um, yes. producer, who also did um, the O.J. Simpson and the Versace story on Netflix, yes. uh, mm -hmm. FX. He has a new one out uh, based on Hollywood, uh, kind of with a premise of like, what would happen if a certain couple of things changed? Um, we're only episode three into it. Um, 
it's so far it's okay. Um, is it as good as Versace so far? Nope. But hey, I'm gonna keep watching it because I have a feeling it's gonna get even better. Um, but it is kind of fun just to kind of watch the older Hollywood stuff and you know they're they're using actual they're on sound stages and everything and that's cool. Just that kind of like old timey like oh here we go from one sound stage we're going to another sound stage that kind of Hollywood that feel sounds, that's just that sounds kind of like that golden age of like Hollywood where like yeah uh there you know there's a lot of mature content in it <laughs> it's a Ryan Got Murphy it. show so that's to be expected right. um uh on prime anything new on prime Not I feel that like I've there seen, is but I think I bit, am I think I just said Homecoming season two is now on Prime. Yeah. Yeah. And Hulu, well, you said Hulu and you have Apple TV. Uh, because, well, there was something on Hulu and somebody erased it. <laughs> and oh. then Apple TV got moved. You know, oh. <laughs> it was Miss America, Mrs. America was under Hulu. Oh, okay. Because you know why? Because I thought we talked about it. <laughs> well, we I did, we and then it got deleted. We talked about it, and then we, um, yeah. Oops, sorry. I was That's like, okay. we talked about this. Okay, so yeah, it was it was the um, parasite was now streaming on Hulu, right? And then Mrs. America had started streaming on Hulu. Los Santos, Kate Blanchett. I wonder. Um, parasite is something that I like. I think about a lot for some strange reason. That movie just really. Stuck with me, but yeah. Um, the Apple TV I can get on my Chromebook, and I tried to watch the morning show and couldn't make it through an episode because it's too upsetting to me. I was just like, ugh, yuck. So I couldn't really watch it because um, I figure I know what it was alluding to, and I was like, I can't. Yeah, it's it. kind of a. a- I think we've talked about this before. It's kind of like the Matt Lauer situation. Yep. And I just, no, thank you. Um, I wonder if this defending Jacob is after the book because there was a book that was huge. I wouldn't called. be surprised if it is. Cause def- I mean, it's big def- enough to I bring loved Chris the Evans book. in. I thought it was great. I bet it, I bet it is after the book, which was really good by the way, if anybody wants to. Read the book because it was really good. Yeah, another show on Apple TV Plus that um, we were watching, I haven't finished watching it yet, was uh, Amazing Stories. Um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and there used to be like an old, um, was it in the 80s? Or was it in the 70s, 80s? Steven Spielberg was behind the old Amazing Stories, and this is a new Amazing Stories. So there's just, each one is a self-contained episode. It was the 80s. But I could be wrong. Yeah, I feel like it was the 80s, like the mid to late 80s. I recall seeing a couple episodes, but, you know, I recall a lot of things and some of that stuff was on, like, syndication. (laughs) So, whether it was or not. Fighting for TV time in between between my dad watching Westerns and Perry Mason. So Yeah, we were watching... Let's see here. My dad was watching Hogan's Heroes and MASH and Bonanza and... Yep, yep. You're nailing every single one. <laughs> I think our fathers are very similar in their taste of... Um. Yeah, that was basically... 
And there's another uh, movie. There's actually a movie on Apple TV Plus, The Banker. It's got Samuel Jackson and uh, I'm going to screw up his name, so I'm just going to say he's the Falcon from Marvel. So (laughs) Apple TV Plus has a whole bunch of superheroes in different roles. Are you talking about Jeremy or am I the wrong, that's the wrong person? Jeremy. Never mind. I'm the wrong person. I get, I get all these flying Marvel characters mixed up. Falcon was the one that was running with Cap. It's kind of like Cap's little sidekick, not uh, his old sidekick, his new sidekick. Okay. Yeah. Have oh, you, yes. Have you I seen it? Have you seen Endgame? Uh, yes, I did. Okay, he's the one at the end that takes the he takes the shield. Got it. Spoiler warning. <laughs> Warning. Warning. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. That was a little late. We're past the year mark on Endgame now. <laughs> I know. Oh, well. So, yeah, that's Apple TV+. Plus. Um, I was hoping they'd have a whole bunch more stuff on Apple TV+, Plus now, but you know what? I still think some of their stuff is quality. Is it worth the price I'm paying for it? Me. They give a lot of people it free. I paid for it. Oh, well. I'll live. <laughs> Uh, Disney Plus, there's a Clone Wars season seven wrapped up. Um, so if you were a animated Clone Wars fan, uh, go back and uh, catch up on all that. It ended fantastically. Um, I really like that show. Um, there's a couple new shows that I was watching with the girls that interest me as we're waiting for new stuff to drop later this fall. Um, they came out with prop culture. It basically is a guy going around looking at uh, props from certain Disney movies and properties and like hunting down like, oh, where did this prop end up? Where did this go? And then like going and talking to some of the people that and the actors and the directors that use them or were part of it, the costume designers. And it just some of the episodes are really cool. Some of them are kind of boring, but um to find out like the history of like, Oh, what happened to this and where did it go? And then one of the coolest things in that whole thing is to see Disney's archives, to see what they have in their props that are like official artifacts of Disney. Now it's just this huge building. You know, you think of like, um, the, is it the line, the witch in the wardrobe? No, not that, uh, Narnia. Mm-hmm. Uh, the sled from Narnia, you know, something like that is an artifact in this building <laughs> and That's it's just cool. there. <laughs> it's like, but they have tons of stuff. And so you're just walking down the aisles with him and you're like, Oh wait, there's that. Oh wait, stop, stop, <laughs> stop moving. Yeah. I want to see that. And then they take you to like, you know, and the last episode was, um, on the Muppets, the, you know, from the oh, first Muppets fun. movie. And it ended with, uh, like Kermit's banjo. It was just really cool. Aww. And so, you know, like they, they kind of pluck at your heartstrings a little bit with like, you know, here's a little bit of memorabilia that, nice you know, you love. A very good pun. Yeah. I didn't even mean that, but, um, and it's just, it's kind of cool. And like, I, I was somebody who like, when I graduated and came back from my mission, I wanted to, uh, 
I wanted to start collecting props. And, you know, I had this dream of like my house would just be filled with props from movies that I love. And then I started looking into like how much those props actually cost. And I'm like, I have to work like 15 (laughs) jobs to afford one thing. Yeah. Um, So it never kind of materialized, but like they show this guy's house and they show some of the other prop collectors that he visits. And I'm just like, I'm drooling the whole time. I'm like, this, this is kind of what I wanted was like that kind of stuff, like everywhere. You know, yeah. that's my, my ideal thing. You know, I want the sword from gladiator. I want the, uh, the back to the future, uh, skateboard hanging up somewhere, you know, just little things like that, that like you can get replicas, but I want the actual prop. I want like the one of a kind thing that was built. And, uh, there's a, a pretty great culture built around that. That's kind of cool to get into. Um, the other one that they came out with, um, so Mandalorian came out, uh, one of the first things that they brought out on Disney plus and they've done this really cool behind the scenes, um, called, uh, I think it's just called Disney gallery. So it's something I think they're going to do going forward, but this one is on Mandalorian and they do a round table with, um, the actors and the directors and kind of do behind the scenes stuff. So they kind of approach like, you know, here's the directors of the Mandalorian series and you show like the diversity of who they were mm-hmm. and here's That's the cool. actors and you know, what their feelings were. And they just, you know, you see the desire, or, excuse me, I'm starting to hiccup like crazy. We're going to have to cut this part out. Give me a second here. <laughs> <clears throat> I just like inhaled and swallowed a bunch of air and it's now got me like hiccuping. <laughs> Sorry. <clears throat> okay. And, uh, you know, you see the passion that some of the directors came in, um, like Dave Filoni. Uh, he is the guy that, um, was the animator on Clone Wars and he had never directed live action before. And, you know, he's also, I think he was direct, also did Rick and Morty, um, animation but he'd never live directed before and mandalorian was his first chance but the amount of star wars knowledge that the guy had and brought with him and the reverence and respect that he had for the universe and approaching that and how that infected all these other people that were you know they're already established directors um was really really cool and like they just approached the whole series in a way that it was fair to the the Star Wars series and like people that were actually fans. Um, It's still going. So it's kind of like a week to week thing. And one of the ones I'm looking forward to is the episode where they actually show like the behind the scenes tech of uh, how they shot some of these scenes, which is this just big giant 360 degree uh, projection room that they built the sets in and then they did the projections that were all being live rendered from a computer. So everything was, when they filmed it, it all looked pretty real. It was pretty cool. That does sound pretty cool. Yeah. It's one of the coolest techs I've ever seen. It's just this big giant soundstage room that everywhere you look, it's all a projection. And then they just build the set in the middle, like the, the stuff that they want real to deal with mm-hmm. and then they can change like like no let's try it from this angle and they could quickly change it without having to like reset up a whole scene you can just really just okay everything just shifts and turns and then they can try to film it 
and it just makes for some really interesting approach to tech and allows them to do things that they've never never been able to do before and make things look pretty real. So that's my Disney Plus pick so far. How about you? Anything nice. on there? I mean, no, because I, re- I mean, honestly, I haven't been watching a ton of TV except for the movies that we've been watching at night. Other than that, like, it takes us practically. Yeah, those movies aren't short. Uh, I, um, we stay away from screens pretty much. We try throughout the day. And so they're, because they're on computer screens and then I try to, do, I don't know. So, Yeah. It's been different for me because they're not gone, so I can't go see a movie and I can't. And I'm exhausted by the end of the day. So by the time I put them to bed, I'm ready to go to bed. So I am pretty lame as far as all the things that I've seen compared to what you've seen. Now, you did you did mention you saw one um, in the episode that got deleted, uh, Stargirl. I did see Stargirl. I mean, I, that was actually a, a, um, that's also a book, too. But uh, I thought that was cute. I mean, I I enjoyed it. I thought it was uplifting, if anybody wants to be uplifted. So I enjoyed that one. Um, And Zoe did too. So, I mean, that was, gosh, I feel like we watched it so long ago. It was. (laughs) It was was at least two months ago. (laughs) But yeah, that we watched that one, which is very sweet. But, um. And the other one that we both watched, uh, we're just kind of blending things here together, folks, today, um, just because our outlines of our shows have kind of been mixed up without having new stuff released. Um, we both watched Onward. Uh-huh. Because Kendra called and told me <laughs> to watch it and said it was amazing and how much she loved it and that she cried. They cried over it and I thought okay I'm did waiting, you happen I'm to waiting, ask her up I'm waiting, any follow-up questions as to I why never, <laughs> I called her and was like so I didn't cry does that mean that I don't have a heart or what <laughs> and she uh, wrote ouch but the girls were Harper liked it okay Zoe was bored I was bored I don't know I was expecting more out of it but if I go back to my initial impressions about the trailer, I still stand by them. I like I felt like the CGI was very underwhelming for the who produced it. It just was like, uh, okay. So, it felt like a let's just get a movie out kind of thing. Yeah, I did. Does that make sense? Yeah, I didn't think it was entertaining. Honestly, I was bored could have been my mood so other people that liked it i'm i'm i if if anybody can find any any entertainment anywhere i'm happy for you i just that was not my thing it's not high on my recommendations of things to watch no unless you have reached the bottom of your bucket of things to watch then maybe you can kill an hour and a half but I would still probably dig into things from the 80s and 90s <laughs> over that. Uh, some other stuff. 
Get Shorty was released just a little while ago, uh, season three over on Epics. Um, I enjoyed season one and season two and season three is out. Um, it was a very short season. I wasn't expecting it. We got to like the last episode and I was like, oh, I guess we're done with the season. Um, and there is another season coming. Um, but just be forewarned that if you have watched Get Shorty, and you're going through season three. It just ends. <laughs> it doesn't feel like an ending. It just ends <laughs> and I was completely expecting for the next episode to start and started recommending me all the other things I could watch and like but 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 <laughs> right um so it wasn't even a clip like a cliffhanger ending it was just Damn. okay that's the end of the episode and we're moving on um one of my favorite shows uh, has started up for season three uh, it's been out for a couple weeks now, uh, Killing Eve season three with Sandra O. Oh, um, and, uh, it's great. I love the show. It's fun. Um, even my daughter is getting a kick out of it. Yeah. She sits there and watches it whenever I, I'm watching it. So. Hmm. I haven't watched a single episode yet. I enjoy it. It's all streaming right now. Everything is on. I think That's all fun. episodes well, are on AMC and I think all the episodes are on BBC America as well. I can't um, even finish counterpart. So they might even be on Netflix. The past episodes. I've been wanting to finish counterpart. So as soon as I finish that, then I can start something else. I just, and you said counterparts over on Amazon prime right now, right? I, uh, yeah. Um, That's good. Yes. It, there's a season. Two and I, is there a season three or just season two? I can't remember. All I know, I think it's season two. So I'm on season two right now. Um, and I really like it, but I will say that Counterpart started, you know, I liked it from the beginning, but it was like kind of moving through and then it got started getting really good toward the end of season one. And then it picks up on, on, on two. So I'm still. Still trying to get through there. I'm still trying to stay awake enough to watch one. Um, this makes me sound really sad, but yeah, I just get tired. I'm like, well, you know what? I have to get up and be on point tomorrow, so I have to go to bed. So, um, yeah. And then we, because we've been watching our little family movies every night, and then we go to bed pretty much except for Jason. So, yeah. But other than that, I mean, finding out, I guess, speaking of Disney plus that you're going, that I'm stealing from you, but, um, finding out that Hamilton's coming out a year early. Yeah. Yep. That's in our, our coming soon there. That's a, a big deal in our house. Yep. Big deal. I am. I I got a text from both of my girls, probably within five minutes of the announcement. <laughs> They're like, "Ah, my dad's coming." I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. It's, it was it was kind of a weird thing. Like Disney bought the rights to the movie in January, I think, and then they announced it was going to come out next year in That's like kind of shocking. the fall. It was like, oh, okay, movie's done. 
but you're going to wait a year and a half to show it. And yeah. I think part of it was the, they were waiting until I think it coincided with when LA's the LA run of Hamilton would come Maybe. to a close. Um, but then, you know, Broadway just completely shut down. So it was a good move by Disney to kind of move that up to July 3rd and say, Hey, we're just going to give you this. And it was kind of like what they did with frozen and onward. And it was just like, eh, you can just watch frozen now two weeks after it <laughs> came out. Oh, you can just watch onward now just came out of the movie theaters. Um, you know, Disney has a lot of power to be able to do that. That's what I kind of was hoping that a couple of their movies that they've now announced are moved towards the end of the year. I was hoping that like, Oh, maybe they'll set our new precedent and be able to release one of these big blockbusters that we've been waiting for and just put them out. But they didn't. Yeah. I was really, really pulling for Mulan and black widow to kind of get released. I'm like, yeah, if they can release these over like the summer. We're actually waiting for black widow now. And, uh, I think it was still like a, I think it was probably still a possibility until everything at Disney had to close to the point of like 95% of their business was closed. <laughs> yeah. Is a lot of money. Yeah. So yeah, I could see why they're waiting. Um, everything was basically, I think they ran some numbers and they're like, yeah, right now Disney is living off of the subscribers that signed up for Disney plus. That was how they were living for basically a month because of how quick, but um, yeah, Hamilton kind of cool. Uh, some other stuff, uh, DC universe. Uh, their latest uh, release is also called star girl. No relation to the Disney star girl. It mm-hmm. says uh, star girl. Um, and uh, we watched episode one. Interesting. See where it leads. Uh, a lot of the DC universe stuff I think is going to get moved over to HBO max. Um, who knows if the DC universe, um, app is going to survive, but HBO max launches on May 27th. A bunch of new shows are going to be available out of the gate. Um, I don't have all of those, but I have some of the ones that I'm looking forward to. Um, there is a crime thriller called search party. That's going to be released on June 25th. Um, a new Perry Mason um, is going to be released on June 21st. And that's got Matthew Reese from the Americans mm. in it. Okay. So I watched the trailer for that one. I was like, yep, going to watch it. I think yeah. it looks good. Um, and if you sign up now, like if you have HBO now or HBO go, um, if you're one of those uh, people that subscribe to the HBO, like we do, Um, you can actually get HBO max for the same price. If you sign up now, if you wait till, well, by the time this comes out, I don't think you'll be able to, but we're talking in the past. So (laughs) Valerie, if you sign up now, you can pay the same price. Everybody else, by the time you hear this episode, it'll be 1499 on day of, Um, but as I said, my daughter is counting down the days. So she has friends. And I'm just holding the authentication keys over her head. <laughs> saying, well, I don't know if I'm going to give them to you and log you in. Um, it's hilarious. I know it, the things we do for fun during lockdown. Um, 
Another new service, um, NBC, uh, is going to be putting out Peacock, their streaming service. There are going to be a bunch of new uh, shows coming to that. Um, for example, a Saved by the Bell. Uh, oh. What would you call that? You can't call it a, re- a relaunch because it's I, kind of a continuation. Like it's know. Slater and Kelly's kids and Zach's oh, kid. God, you've got to be kidding me. Yeah, I'm sorry. There, I think I there's a scene with that. like, I think there's a scene with Slater and he's like, yeah, I, and Ugh. that was your kid and that was your kid and that was your kid. But I, I probably won't watch that. <laughs> I might watch I one just for like fun sake. Um, but anyway, there's a, there's some new shows coming on there. I don't have them all, but I know that there's some coming. Um, but the thing I'm most excited for is um, a new Psych movie. Um, Psych was a show that was on USA Network. Um, one of my favorites. I just thought it was funny. Loved it. Mm-hmm. Um, they've done a couple movies so far. And it was just announced like two weeks ago that um, they're not going to be coming back to Univer- or. What did I just say? Universal. You said Universal. I'm not. Is that the name of the network it was on? I don't think so. It's Universal's network. Whatever Universal's network, uh, USA. There we go. Uh, they were all on USA network, and it was just announced a couple weeks ago that even though, like, so NBC, Universal, it's all one big thing. They're actually going to put the new movie onto the Peacock channel when it launches on July 15th. Um, which is kind of cool because it's just like, Hey, it's a new streaming service and a one way to get people. You already have a built in following of people liking psych. So why not? Yeah. Um, you know, there, there'll be more people watching it on that streaming service than that would probably watch it on the USA. And it's also a good way to say, Hey, here's a, here's a influx of a couple million people automatically just to come watch a movie. Um, and I signed up for CBS All Access, finally, um, just so I could go back and watch Star Trek, um, the new shows wow. that came out, The Discovery, season one and season two. Um, we dug it. I really liked it. Um, and then Picard came out. Um, it was like the week of when we recorded everything the first time. Um, Picard came out, and so, yeah, it was three shows that we watched on um, – CBS all access. And I liked it. I just like what they, they did and the approach that they took to the new star Trek series. Um, way more than I liked the old star Trek. Hmm. And, uh, they're going to be making another star Trek series. Jeez. Um, star Trek new worlds or something like that. It takes two of the characters, Anson Mount and Rebecca Ramon. No, Rebecca Ramon. Uh, the one who played uh, in X-Men movies. Anyways. That's her back in my mom. Is it? Well, yeah, she was Stamos. Okay. Yeah. So if, if that's the right one. <laughs> yeah. So they're, they're both in season two of um, Star Trek Discovery. And they're the predecessors of when Captain Kirk and all them. So it'll have the two of them plus the... Um, actor who plays Spock in it and they'll be doing like basically a side show. So it's like all this happens like 10 years before the Captain Kirk 
that we all know from the original Star Trek. So this is all happening before. Um, (laughs) Funny year. Just trying to put like a perspective because like you, you, I don't know how familiar you are with Star Trek, but you probably at least know who Captain Kirk is. Star Trek. Huh? I think you keep saying Star Trek. That's what it's called. Star Trek. My track is sound like a track. Yes. Just the way I'm saying it. I think it's. I am saying it with an E in my mind. (laughs) I think it's it's your, um, I don't know. Maybe it's like, maybe it's, maybe there is a New York accent or something. The milk and milk. Yeah. Something. Star Trek. Star Trek. 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 (laughs) Anyway, sorry. Anyway. Uh, so yeah, I, you know, if you if you're looking for something new and you 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 have a couple extra bucks a month, even though I know like people are hurting right now, um, if you do have that flex to spend another eight bucks on a subscription and need something to watch, um, and you like Star Trek, you've probably already watched them. But if you haven't, <laughs> go ahead and watch them. I think they're they're a good shows. And there's also you know, I've got to catch up on Twilight Zone. So Jordan Peele was behind the new Twilight Zone, so that's on there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's just kind of nice to be able to watch the shows that we watch on CBS anyways are automatically on there and I don't have to watch commercials. So that's kind of an upside. Very nice. So, and to wrap up streaming world, <laughs> uh, coming soon on Disney plus, um, one of the big ones that was supposed to come to the theaters, Artemis Fowl is coming out on June 12th straight to Disney. So there's that. Uh, We already talked about Hamilton. And then my other personal favorite, Umbrella Academy season two, July 31st on Netflix. And they just released their trailer via a YouTube (laughs) release. So it was kind of all of them in their own homes doing their own little dance. And at the end of it, they kind of released that season two was coming out July 31st. It was like, Okay, you guys win the internet for the day. Congratulations. <laughs> they made a lot of people happy because nobody knew if it was coming out, when it was coming out, and then they just, it opens up with them dancing. And it's the same way the show ended was them dancing in the house, in their own separate rooms. But instead of, you know, professional quality filming, okay. it was everybody with their phones in their room. <laughs> dancing (laughs) it's like okay this is somehow perfect and right that's awesome so yeah so you told me you were going through the marvel series you got locked in well so we got locked in on tom holland so teenage crush something she's not even teenager i don't know something like that she just finds him to be very um she's not really big into like how cute somebody is like she finds somebody really talented like she's like oh my gosh look how talented he is so we just been slowly going through them which cracked me up and jason's watching them which is um because as you know jason's famous quote of i just don't understand why people grown people can get excited about watching grown men with capes on or with little (laughs) outfits on. I just don't understand. So that's fine. 
Um, so we went through all the Spider-Mans and we did the Avengers except for the last one in game. I won't let her watch it until we started going through. We just finished all the Thors and uh, all of the Iron Mans. You know, we've been going slowly going through them. We're not going to go through the whole thing where we go through all of the episodes of shows and stuff like that. There, she's big and she's sticking to the movies, I think. And then um, I show them re- rem- remember the Titans, the Blind Side, which was fine. Uh, I mean, and the help and Jason. Autom- I don't know what happened to him all at once. He got on the Handmaid's Tale like train and took off. I. Did not see that coming in a million years. So he's been watching that every night. I can't stay up, so I just go to bed. But, that is uh, still in my queue on Hulu. I still he. I did not think that he would like that. I really didn't. So I watched his first season with Adam, cause I'm, and I hid it from him because I was like, he'll hate this. And he keeps watching it. So he's like, he said he was feeling like kind of an asshole. He's like, I feel like kind of an asshole being a guy after watching that movie or after that show I'm like do you <laughs> anyway but um so really that's all we've been doing because i i haven't we haven't really been um binging anything major lately and especially since the, the you know it, we have nice weather off and on if it's nice weather we try to get outside and I, yeah. So, I mean, but those Marvel movies take up some time, so. They do. And, um, you know, if you if you have Disney Plus and Netflix, you can actually watch all of them. Um, but by the end of August, all of them will be on Disney Plus, which is kind of cool. You can just kind of watch one right after another in perfectly great quality and sound, which uh, we will be doing. Mm-hmm. You know, we're we're kind of watching like one a week right now. We've we've binged so much that I'm like, okay, I gotta slow down here, especially now yeah. that the weather's starting to get nicer. Like, yeah. um, like I said, we started binge watching like crazy the first couple yeah. of weeks while I was sick, and like nothing felt better than curling up on the couch. Like we yeah, we bad. binged through all of Parks and Rec. Um, over the winter, we had binged through Shit's Creek. And Shitch Creek just aired its finale a couple, I wanted to say a couple weeks ago, but I actually think it's been over a month. Um, Shitch Creek is a fun show to watch and to binge. Uh, Community, um, that was a new one for me. I kind of vaguely knew about it, but didn't really know about it. And we watched and binged through that. Mm-hmm. And if you're a Star Wars fan, you can now binge all the Star Wars films with the exception of Solo. We started watching so, Star Wars because solo, Harper had watched them. Harper hadn't seen them, so we started watching those. Which order are you watching them in? The same order I watched them in when I was growing up. So six so. Seven, or four, five, six, one, two, three. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Yeah. I've tried so. wat- watching it in machete order, which is kind of leaves it's like. Four, four, two, three, five, six. I really didn't like it like that. <laughs> There's um, a whole bunch of different ways of like, hey, how to watch it. And most of them leave out like 
don't watch and don't waste time watching number one. But you know what? I kind of like, well, George Lucas made Star Wars, brought Star Wars. He made it. Mm-hmm. So I'm watching it. Right. <laughs> Good or bad. Right. And it's really interesting because like the most hated part of Phantom Menace is most arguably like Jar Jar. Mm-hmm. Um, Jar Jar is in a lot of Clone Wars animated. I'll just mm-hmm. leave it at that. So <laughs> for good, for good and bad, he, he is fleshed out in Clone Wars. Uh, you said you liked Ally McBeal. It's on over on Hulu. It is. I mean, I own this set already, but it's easy just to go over and just watch. Well, we've been watching the Robert Downey Jr. ones. So, um, just watch. She kind of flip out when she learned that Robert Downey Jr. Iron Man was on there. Well, and that he could sing. Well, I showed her singing a while ago. And then, um, then it was funny because I tried to have her watch. Now the movie's escaping me. Hold on. It's with young Robert Downey Jr. and um, young, um, oh my gosh, now her man, now her name is this. Okay, so just go with me here. So in the new ones with Tom Holland, it's his Aunt May. Marissa Tomei. Marissa Tomei. So yeah. it's the it's it's you know RDJ with with Marissa Tomei. Um, they made a romantic movie back in the nineties. So I really? had tried and had to watch that a long time ago, and That's she was funny. not interested. And now she is ready to watch it. <laughs> oh, funny how that works out, doesn't it? Yeah, I was like, look how cute this is. She's like, I'm bored. I'm like, oh, are you? Okay, fine. Yeah, and then she comes back to you two months later. Hey, mom, did you see this? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, um, yeah. So I've had that happen to my kids recently a lot. I'm just like, you do realize I tried to show you that like six months ago, right? No, you didn't. I'm like, yeah, I did. Yes, I know. <laughs> Here's my search history. <laughs> I had to. Uh, you to also mentioned you started something else lately. You started gaming. Oh, God. I know. I stayed up till 2 o'clock in the morning. <gasps> gaming. Oh, my goodness. Did you have a Red Bull with you? No. I just, <laughs> I just kept going. I don't know what that I was doing. And it's not even one that, I mean, I have been playing Zelda. I had no idea how to even do it. I just started. And I had no clue what my goal was, what I was supposed to do, how I'm supposed to get the paraglider, how to do anything. I'm just like running through. I couldn't even figure out how to cook food. I didn't know how to do anything. <laughs> so I just started, just started my little journey, not knowing how to do anything. Um, and then I finally had to go on because we were like, go online and figure. I'm like, that's cheating. I'm like, no, just go online and figure a couple of things out. So that helped. And then I watched, then I did Firewatch. I think it's called Firewatch. Mm-hmm. And, um, People are like, oh, I got done with that in, you know, however many hours. Um, I'm horrible with, I get lost all the time. So I kept looking at the map and looking at my calendar, my compass, my map, campus. And I mean, you're in the same area the entire time you could memorize it. Not me. Every time I come out of there, I'm lost. So 
I'm on. I've just been doing those because we've been racing around the cart with Mario Kart Deluxe 8 or something ridiculous. So we did that um, for a long time. And then because Luigi's Mansion, I, I had to take a break from because I can only suck up ghosts and all that stuff after a while. I'm kind of like, okay. <laughs> I'm I definitely much more of, oh my gosh, I'm so terrible at Zelda, like fighting things because I, you're going to laugh. You would laugh so much just watching me play because one of them is, you know, you're moving forward, but the other one is his, what he's looking at, like his, basically, yeah, what he's looking at. If his head's going up or down or side to side or whatever, I will get totally mixed up on figuring out how to even get his face turned the right way. So I'm facing the person I'm trying to fight that I will die all <laughs> because I get too excited and I move my, I am not good with joysticks. I'm not good with like, I forget how to do everything. So I have a long way to go, but I definitely like the ones that have a story and I'm kind of moving along with the story. Yeah, you're I'm, you're I, kind I, of figuring out, you know, what things attract you. And that, that's a big yeah. part of being a gamer is figuring out what stuff keeps you entertained. And then all of a sudden hours go by <laughs> and you're yeah. just lost. You're like, it's like uh, what am I doing? I've got to go to bed. I'm going to bed. And that takes me four days to recover from that. <laughs> so, um, cause I'm not as young as I used to be. And I'm, I'm just, yeah. So, Hey, I'm, you know, I like games and I think they're a very good stress relief. I mean, they're a good way to, you know, when we don't have something to like to go to the theater or something like that, it's a good way to just kind of disappear, especially if you nice. have a game that's written well that you can disappear into, um, makes it all much more fun. Yeah. I don't even know if they're written well, but I think that, well, I mean, you haven't, you've got to find them. They'll right. come, they'll come there are to things you. that I'd like that I don't think, I mean, I think it would be really nice if somebody could come in like these games you have to play by yourself compared to the ones you can get online with and have somebody in there helping you. That'd be nice. I mean, see, I, I don't, nice I don't like somebody... multiplayer games. Oh God. I like games that I can play by myself and have a good story. I can't figure out how, I mean, I'm going to have to go online again and try to figure out how to do the Zelda thing. Cause I keep ending up in the same area because I get turned around and realize, oh, been here before. I I lose my sense. I have no sense of direction even in a game. It's so dumb. Uh, there's no map but or anything? You I'm bring, sure there, bring up I, a, yes, bring there's up a, a map, map, but I can't even figure out how to do that. I mean, I'm like, It's typically like way. the start or pause oh, or I'm, something like that brings up the map. You're getting cold and you're gonna die you should have been <laughs> you should have made this to eat well okay guess I'll go the other direction I don't know I'm horrible but you know I'm getting there at least I'm trying my hand at it it's just kind of funny I I'm, yeah. and Harper gets on there and gets on there within like an hour does this thing that I didn't even know. I was like, how did you even do that? Like she figures out how to get 
how to get these powers and how to move. I was like, oh my gosh, I have no idea how you even figured that out. So she's much better at it than I am. And she's seven years old. Yeah. It it comes natural with kids on certain oh, things. God, I felt so, I feel very old when I do it, but that's okay. Well, I'm, I'm proud of you for taking a big step. Gaming, is, gaming is huge, especially at being a, an adult and gaming. Cause there's a lot, there's a stigma that comes with it too. Like people look at you like oh, you're a gamer. I know. You know I'm like, I started I, it, gaming. I know. I know. <laughs> it's a it's a lot more. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? It's a lot more acceptable now than it used to be. I'm not even sure I would have started. So yeah. Um, over on the during spring break. Over on the PlayStation, um, there was a delay on Last of Us Two. But it is now it is coming out on June nineteenth, and it cannot come fast enough. Totally looking forward to that one. There's another cool one coming out, Ghost of Tsushima, that comes out on July seventeenth, and you basically go around as a samurai, and that just looks really fun. I've been watching mm-hmm. the developer has been releasing a couple uh, trailers and gameplay, and it's just, it looks phenomenal. Oh. Um, a couple stuff are already out. Um, and will be the show came out couple months ago um really interesting because a lot of their uh release stuff depend on the actual baseball season happening and it's not mm-hmm. happening so um that's been interesting to see how they're handling that um the big news in the gaming world however was um unreal engine 5 being shown off for the playstation 5 um if you're into gaming at all Look up the Unreal Engine 5 trailer and see what the huge changes that they made to this gaming system um, that's going to be under the hood for PlayStation 5. It is phenomenal. Um, just basically realistic lighting to the point of like, uh, like it, it's dynamic lighting that you've never seen before. Um, the rendering of things down to the pixel um, they, they basically show like, you know, you're in a, in a cavern, you know, they do a, uh, a test and it's a, a cavern. So yeah, just go take a look at it. It's phenomenal. Um, but, uh, yeah. So I think that's going to kind of bring us to a close here. Um, I feel like it was your show. I'm sorry. I would like, you're like, well, I haven't watched a thing. That's okay. This kind of gets us caught up now (laughs) to this point and it won't feel like next time we're three months away. Yeah. And we like three months. That's a long time between shows. Yeah. So at least now we can maybe, maybe make it a month in between and we'll have stuff to talk about. Um, especially as you go more into the gaming world, we can talk a little bit more about games, but (laughs) (laughs) so I guess with that, we shall see you all next time here. Listen to you all next time. Well, (laughs) you can listen for us next time. All righty. Catch you later. Bye-bye.
feel the change are coming. It's closer every day. I feel the waters rising just like a tidal wind. Please see our show notes for details on what the outgoing song is and who it is by. And also, as always, if you have a piece of music that you'd like us to play or consider playing, please contact us today. Let's get it together. continue to hear more please consider patreon what is patreon you ask patreon is a content creator support site a way for people to support the things they love and allow creators to continue creating the content that they love please consider heading over to patreon.com gfmedia and becoming a patreon supporter today 